Welcome to Quantitative Health with your host, Paul Kilgore. Greetings, everyone, and welcome back to Quantitative Health. I am so glad to be here with you. I am Paul Kilgore, your host for Quantitative Health. And today, the topic is electrolytes. Yes, electricity in the body. And electrolytes are absolutely central to nearly every body function that we have. And so today, I just want to touch base on a brief introduction of what electrolytes are. So when you go to the doctor and tests are ordered and the doctor checks off the box for electrolytes, typically that includes four tests. We have one test when we collect the blood that we measure what's called sodium. Sodium is an element, a basic element that's everywhere. And one of these keys to the electrolytes is understanding what sodium does. And we'll talk about that in great detail throughout our discussions for quantitative health. Today, what I want you to remember is that symbol for sodium is Na, sodium, Na. That's very important. We're going to come back to sodium regulation and sodium balance and imbalance as it affects our heart, our kidney function, and other bodily functions that we have on a day-to-day basis. Okay, the next electrolyte that I want to introduce is chloride. So you know often sodium chloride go together, and that's traditionally what we call table salt, but sodium and chloride are two separate elements. The symbol for chloride is Cl, and typically chloride has been regarded as one of the most important electrolytes, and that's why we order it when we get the electrolyte set of tests. Okay, now you all have heard of sodium possibly, and I think sodium for all of us in the audience and for myself is one of the key elements in our body. It is one of the key electrolytes that we wanna make sure we measure carefully. And this is also a test, sodium, the test for sodium is one that's done on blood that's collected at a routine doctor's visit or If you're in the hospital, it's often ordered when you're in the hospital. Many times in many patients, we can see sodium imbalances. We can see changes in chloride, but we frequently can see changes in potassium. And potassium levels can change even when we take certain medications. And so it's very important that we can monitor sodium, potassium, in patients that are taking certain medications. Now, potassium, as it, ha- as it turns out, is very important and is regulated through the kidneys, and we see how potassium can function in the electrical impulses in our body as well. Now, there is a fourth electrolyte that we typically measure. Now, it's actually a combination of elements, and it's something that we call bicarbonate. The symbol for bicarbonate is HCO3. And the three is a little subscript three, a little three at the bottom at the end, HCO3. And bicarbonate is extremely important as it helps to regulate acid-base balance or acid balances in our body. And as you may know, or and we'll talk about much more going forward, it turns out that 
acid and base balances are absolutely critical to our regular normal body functions. It affects many different organs that we're going to talk about and changes in sodium, changes in potassium, changes in chloride and bicarbonate can all be interrelated. So we're going to talk a lot about the relationship of these four electrolytes. Now, electrolytes normally in the average person are in balance. In other words, when we collect the specimen, we measure electrolyte numbers or values based on your blood sample. Then we can figure out if it's normal or not. And for most people, it falls in the normal range. There are some people for whom electrolytes don't fall in the normal range. And if they don't, that's something that we would investigate even further. But we like to quantify the value of these electrolytes so that we can see where people are in terms of health, basic health. It turns out that when we measure electrolytes, we can actually get very important, simple clues about how the body is working. And in some cases, we can actually detect early disease that may occur as a result of changes in organ function. And this can be exhibited or demonstrated in changes in electrolyte values that we see. Now, there are other electrolytes that are measured. These are basic elements that have really critical, super important functions in our body every day. I'll give you a couple examples. One is calcium. Calcium is a basic element that we can actually measure in blood. And that's a very important test to make sure that we are in balance and have proper levels of calcium. And if not, if the values for that are not normal, we can actually then do a couple other tests to figure out why that imbalance may be occurring. Okay. Now, a couple more I wanted to mention very briefly before we conclude. One is magnesium. Magnesium to me is one of the most important basic electrolytes in our body. And we often forget about magnesium because we typically tend to order the basic four that I mentioned before, which were sodium, potassium, chloride, and bicarbonate. But as it turns out, magnesium is absolutely critical for many enzyme functions. It's critical for good muscle function. And if it's imbalanced or not normal in our bodies, we can actually exhibit very classic signs and symptoms that we'll talk about when we have low magnesium or even high magnesium. One more electrolyte I wanted to mention before we conclude today is phosphate. Phosphate is absolutely integral to many organ functions, including muscles that we'll talk about. And the symbol for phosphate is PO4. Okay, PO4. Now, Sometimes we see that abbreviated in other ways, but we're going to put it at PO4 right now. Okay. Now, when we go forward in our future cast, we're going to talk about what happens when we see imbalances in these electrolytes. But I'm going to give you a sneak preview because that's very important for anyone who may be experiencing some of these signs and symptoms to think about the possibility that they could have some abnormal electrolytes. For example, irregular heartbeat can be a sign of some electrolyte imbalances. Weakness, muscle weakness, uh, bone disorders can be a sign of some 
imbalances in calcium, phosphate, and other elements. Muscle twitching. So small movements of the muscle that occur on a repeated basis. We call that muscle twitching or muscular twitch. And that can be the result of abnormal electrolyte values or levels in our body. We can also see changes in blood pressure. We can also see actually changes in our mental condition, our mental status. We can become confused. And in some extreme cases, we can actually see individuals or people having seizures as a result of electrolyte imbalances. Numbness. So we sometimes don't feel as well because the electrical conduction in our nerve, nervous system is interrupted by the electrical or electrolyte imbalances. We may feel very tired and we may even have muscle spasms. So muscles tighten up and many people who exercise or endurance athletes may experience that as well if they have electrolyte imbalances. We're going to talk about how to correct that how to prevent it, and what we can do in the long run to guard against electrolyte imbalances because that can actually keep us safe, keep us active, and make sure that we feel good as much as possible. Okay, so that's it for today on the introduction to electrolytes. I'm going to leave you now, and I'll see you again soon. Take care. Thank you.